0: All in order. All right, commissioners. Uh, we're here for our final budget work session, number four, to discuss the uh, FY 22 operating and capital budget. We um, concluded our three public hearings this past week and we are now here. We have the budget resolution and your budget binders under tab one. The full county budget operating budget under tab two which includes all the enhancements which we've been over um, several times now and uh, 3 the capital budget for fiscal 22 and uh, the five-year, six-year capital plan after that which we've all reviewed numerous times. So we are here this evening to answer any final questions, make any final adjustments that the board wishes to make to the proposed budget and uh, then we can prepare the final resolution for our meeting next Tuesday for adoption at uh, 7 p.m. So I'll kick it off that. Uh, in addition to, to the budget binders, I know we have a, a little bit of a uh, discussion we want to have about the uh, Board of Education maintenance of effort. Uh, Brittany's provided a handout that kind of gives you some information. We can go over that um, briefly if, if you'd like to do that. There is some uncertainty in what that MOE certification will be. For fiscal 22, but there are there are a few options, and we have some some thoughts on how we can proceed with the adoption of this year's budget, and not if, if we don't get that certification timely, which it's already well overdue. We usually get that in uh, March or thereabouts, and then um, I have two other minor items for action tonight: um, a letter and uh, a grant request. So um, that's what I have for introductions. So. Uh, uh, we have Brittany Moran, our budget officer, and our director of budget finance. Yeah,
1: why don't you run down the uh, the Board of Education issues so the public understands what's going on. Okay, so Please. in summary, we typically receive the MOE certificate from the state by March, in March. We still have not received that. There's been a lot of talks of what calculation is going to be used. Um, you know, you had the enrollment issue. Um, The state was giving the Hold Harmless Grants and then now they've said okay we may potentially use this three-year average of enrollment and throw out September 2020 enrollment numbers completely like they never happened. So there's a lot of uncertainty on what MOE is going to come out and be and whether or not we're going to have to fund at this new formula or this is gonna be something that happens in 23. So, you know, that Kerwin has, they've come out, there's a house bill that was a late update in legislation and it has, it's not very clear on what the required amount is gonna be. Shocker. Right, so we're just waiting for this MOE certificate and more guidance from um, the state and it was supposed to be given, you know, it's like a week after week. We're gonna get it, we're gonna get it, we're gonna get it well, we still haven't received it. So that's kind of where we are right now.
2: So to piggyback on Brittany's explanation, what I've been able to ascertain today through some various phone calls is that more or less if if we're required to go to the full two and a half percent escalator over top that's going to equate to about 1.7 million additional somewhere in that Let's 1.
3: call
2: 1.6 ish 6. um, over where we are at the present time. That actually puts us at the 2022 full Kerwin funding plus $400,000. So we would actually come in $400,000 higher than the Kerwin funding would have been had COVID never happened and we were just walking along through the Kerwin forest. My problem with that is now we've re-established a baseline. You know, we remember back, you know, two months ago we were told that 2020 is going to be a, a thing in the, of the past. We're not going to calculate 2020 student numbers, we're not going to worry about the dollars from that. Come in with your maintenance of effort plus a dollar, the state's going to come in and do a hold harmless. What this equates to to the counties, and this is every county, they're all suffering, I've talked to some other colleagues in, in, around the state, is this equates to the counties now basically ponying up and hold harmless clause. Because we should be at a certain level based on the student population, we're now throwing the student population out. It, it's, it doesn't matter anymore because we're taking a average of three years that are not 18, af- and correct that are not affected by COVID. Then next year we still forget 20. Then we do 18, 19, 21. So 20 gets skipped again. So that downturn in 20 is never going to affect is never going to play into this formula ever, and. It's just disturbing to me because this, look, we, I watched, and, and being friends with Billy Short, I watched Kent County go through this where student population dropped, they continued to fund at a higher level, they wound up having to shut schools down, and it affected them, it took them three, four years to rebound it, and sadly this is kind of setting up that way, but not just here in Queen Anne's, but the whole state. I mean, they've, they've really got to rein this in and take a hard look at the long term effects of this. This is a ten year program, of which we're basically in year three already. And it really hasn't even ramped up. So, I mean, we're gonna, I think it's gonna come somewhere between. I don't think, it, I, I doubt they're gonna kill us for the full 2.5%. That would be, that would be a, quite a hit on a lot of counties. And I think the larger counties, obviously, we're gonna get hit a lot harder. So, they'll have a much uh, louder voice and they listen to their voices more than they're gonna listen to Queen Anne's. But um, I've talked to some other ones and for some small counties, it's pretty, million dollars, you know, Somerset counties and things like that's a lot of money in their budget.
3: Jack, how in heaven's name is Talbot going to handle this difference given their current wind deficit?
2: So they have, you got to remember Talbot is, is an anomaly. They're like uh, Anne Arundel. They're tax capped. So the only thing they can raise an additional property tax on is education. So they basically, they would craft their budget and then they would raise a tax just to cover whatever the education difference is. It's an additional property tax for education.
3: I mean, it seems like it would be an enormous hit on their property because they're only sitting at 59 now.
2: It's 900,000, I think, is what I found out today. Is It's is about where they'd be if it, if it went to the full 2.5%. So Brittany gave us the email this morning, kind of broke it down, and did a great job with it because it, it showed, like, where we are now based on what we've been under the... Um, impression the whole time we were gonna do, and then she gave the one and a half percent, which was the, what year was that escalator from? That was back?
1: 19.
2: 19, right?
3: 19.
2: 19, and then the full two and a half percent escalator. Now, and then this is the other thing, and I was just talking to Brittany about it. Next year, we're gonna have 21, but 21's down, right? We all agree. So the average is gonna go backwards, right? If we're using 18, 19, and 21, we're down 330 students getting 21. So that average is gonna go down. So guess what? You're gonna have, all you're gonna do is push forward a lower average next year. So guess what? You're going to be short money again next year, right? Mm -hmm. Because say you're 200 students down next year. Well, that's going to equate back into the maintenance of effort, less students, supposed to be less money. But that's not what's going to happen. And I honestly believe that when it comes around the state and the legislature is going to say, well, we can fix that. We'll just raise the escalator. Because that's the easiest thing to raise is the escalator from two and a half to three to three and a half to four, whatever you want to raise it to they 're always going to get it to that Kerwin number, rest assured, and but it 's going to come at the expense of the counties, which was always the fear of all the counties, especially the smaller counties, when we went into this Kerwin mess, is that if the state can 't afford it they 're going to mandate it, and the counties are going to have to pay for it and that 's kind of where we 're heading right now so i didn 't want to go into weeds on it, but it 's just
3: <sighs> I think that 's good so people can understand so we basically have to have some sort of contingency in case they hit us with that that's the only choice we have right
0: well I mean we have to address it at some point if if in fact the MOe comes in at a higher level than we've proposed and we you know our interpretation is maybe it's going to hit where we've proposed it which is the whole harmless you know let, this year's allocation plus the one dollar so it just depends on when that certification comes in and we can make that adjustment you know with the budget amendment at, at any time when that when that happens but like I said they're they're way overdue I mean we're I think we have a good budget here. We're ready to move forward, I think, you know, towards adoption. And we may not see that certificate for another week or two, who knows? So just to make it clean for Todd's end and
2: the, the girls can get everything wrapped up for next week. My suggestion to Todd was we just put the contingent to come out of the general fund, whatever it would be. Put it in a budget resolution for now and hold it there as just a, a, a place marker. That way we're covered. We don't have to go through another sit down budget. It's there. Um, Whatever that. Take,
4: no. take take the anticipated. You're saying take that in the 1. resolution. 6, we'll just write a, in a contingency. Take that
2: 1.6. Well, it'll be a contingency that if it comes in at 1.6, the 1.6 will come from the general fund. If it comes in at 900, it'll come from the general fund. So we're not having to uh, move a lot of other things around in the budget to try and accommodate it on that end. Sounds good. Does that work. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: And we don't even have to specify the amount, we can just say- No, that's what I'm it saying. It'll be,
2: yeah. We're gonna cover
4: for our, own, it for our own housekeeping. Right.
0: Yeah. Whatever the state requirement is, we will meet that in conjunction with the uh, certificate when it's- prov- Produced. Produced. <laughs> Produced.
4: So Submit what we have, with no changes.
0: Unless there's other changes the board wants certainly we can make other adjustments, but I mean, yeah. okay, now's well the time to talk so, about so on email.
4: that. So on that topic, let's talk about that email that I shared with you guys from a couple of our board members, uh, the, or a couple of the Board of Ed members with concerns about um, what they're paying substitute teachers and the difficulty to get substitute teachers and they want to be able to raise the hourly rates for substitute teachers. And then there's a couple of schools that are looking for teachers positions. Settlersville Elementary School needs a fourth grade teacher. So. I'm just putting that out there that they had requested some additional funding for those. Yeah and I talked to Helen about that so she just, um, I kinda,
2: we only fund the seven categories. It's their job to fund past that um, and right now I think that's a moot point based on, I think we're gonna, they're gonna have plenty of money to pay some substitutes in a, a fourth grade teacher, Right. it seems like. But again, even if we gave them the money we can't tell them you gotta use this for a fourth grade
4: teacher. Well, and, so and that's what I, and that's what I that's Absolute what I dishes. responded back to her. I said, so how, "What yeah. kind of guarantee can you give the commissioners that this additional money that, we're, that you're asking us to allocate for these particular two items?" Um, she said, or the board member said that we that they had the votes necessary in order to use those additional allocated funds for those for those particular uses. So. <clears throat> Did you, do you recall getting that email that I forwarded yes. on to you? Yeah. I actually reached out to her too, so okay. I talked to her. Steve, it looks like you want to say something. But I mean, I agree with what I you're saying. to the I board mean, to it, make allocation. In two weeks, we, they could have that money.
3: We, we have made, we have made a determination as to what we're sending over. How they allocate it is their business. Yeah. Is that reasonable, James? I have
2: no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've, look, we've asked yes. to be involved in looking at some of that stuff over the years and it's always been kept well, as, at the I, board level, so, I mean... I, I don't well, think we start it's getting into that level. That I have no idea. And that's where it should be. They're elected, you know,
4: and, and they have to make those decisions and, based and on... And of course, her, their, their rebuttal to that was the money that you're allocating for education doesn't allow for these, these two important items that we need to address. I it more uh, well, I would... I could who argue needs would to address? Say the need board of Ed needs that. to address.
3: That's right. <laughs>
2: That's right. I, was up. I mean, honestly, it's a very similar argument that we had with the Centerville Town Council when they came in here in terms of, you know, you,
4: it's not our job to raise your taxes. It's, you know, so. Well, I think that I think that you make a good point, Jack. That that in a couple of weeks we could find out that we're having to fund education. Be with all a the higher
2: way. number. I'm thinking it's by Friday, right? I mean, they almost got to have it by Friday because I think most of the counties are. I know like six are adopting tonight, or you know, working towards adoption tonight. So,
4: and that they could find out in, in you know by next week that, that those dollars are coming yeah. away anyway.
3: Throws us all
4: Oh yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yep. I mentioned it. We've resolved all Board
0: of bed issues for now, right? Okay. We have. hmm Well, but, I guess, right? <laughs> as, as much as we can. Until uh, exactly. Knowns, until we Considering know.
4: all the unknowns at this point, as much as we We're can. We're still waiting in muddy water. Put a pin on it.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. All right. What's next, Todd?
1: Um, are there any other changes to the draft resolution? I will add the piece about MOE potentially changing, but other than that, are there any other parts that you want to discuss, change, take out?
3: I have no changes. I have none.
4: None.
0: (laughs) Mr. Wilson, any changes to the
3: resolution or is it good for you?
0: What was the the budget resolution? Any changes to the budget resolution?
3: Uh, That one I have not. I spent my time with the tables. Superficially, it looks good to me. All right. You got that
0: word? <laughs> there, is, there is one change. We are going to change the date in your books. I think your bonders show the uh, adoption date June, uh, uh, June the 8th. We are going to make that uh, June, or, excuse me, May 25th. May 25th, yep. We'll make that adjustment. And um, otherwise, we will carry this forward, all right? Any other changes or adjustments to the operations and or capital budgets from anybody? Questions? None from me.
3: Okay,
1: speak now or forever hold your peace.
0: Hearing none. We can make budget amendments. Very words 27 <laughs> years ago. <clears throat> Three years ago. See? <laughs> okay. Well, we will prepare this and finalize this and have it ready for your March 25th meeting and we will have that ready for formal adoption at that meeting.
1: Okay. That's all I, I
3: have. I think that's all we had as far as the budget's concerned,
0: Commissioner, so. Anybody so, else
3: have anything on the budget? I want to thank both of you particularly for your excellent work on this and uh, I want to say that even if you know the budget pretty well, it is so complicated. You just get into the airport or what we were speaking. I spoke with the uh, Nicole today about the airport budget, and even when you know the numbers in the budget, all the subsidiary categories, there's there's no getting to the bottom of it unless you've got all the paperwork that led you up to the, to this. It is absolutely opaque. So, Which is why we rely on
4: staff and, and, and their recommendations and all their hard work, show yep. us the numbers and, and what our options are. You guys do a great job.
0: I, would say, well, I want to thank all the commissioners, too. It's been a fairly smooth, I think, uh, process this year with our fiscal 22 budget. We're very fortunate that uh, the pandemic didn't affect us in a negative way. We're looking forward to a, a good year next year, and we'll uh, certainly keep you abreast of this um, uh, continuing um, saga with our maintenance of effort certification, but we, we, we have a plan for that as well, so we'll get anyway, that worked out.
3: to both of you, thanks so much and well done. Thank you. Excellent,
0: okay. yeah, commissioners. Uh, the, the two other things I have, while um, uh, Brittany and Nicole are here, we have uh, last year we sent out a letter with the uh, tax bills, a citizens' letter, and I have a last year's copy there on your, on your desk. And we're getting ready to prepare those. Um, those bills and all the um, supplies for that mailing. If you want to send out a letter this year with that, um, just need consensus that we would want to do that, and we'll make sure we have those materials ready. And we'll have to draft a new letter, you know, for this year as well. So, if, if we want to go, with
3: I think, that. Th- I, think so. I think that's a good idea. This obviously is totally inappropriate this year, but. Um, we have good news and it's free because we're already sending the stamp. We've already paid for the stamp. So on we go.
4: Do you, do you think this is black copy of last year's letter? That's last year's, just right. so I could right. remind myself. So do, you think, do you think that, that somewhere in here, even if it's just an additional paragraph, we talk about um, the challenges that were faced this year because of COVID. When you talk about student population numbers and how the calculations are gonna take place, or do you think that just complicates things? Should, should we just mention something about that in the, in the letter?
0: I mean, we, we, certainly, yeah, we certainly can. not We didn't draft anything for this 7,000 year. 7,000
4: students yeah. in our school system, and, which means you have, in all reality, 14,000 parents. I'm um, betting the parents don't get past the first paragraph where it says their taxes aren't going up. Just thought it was a thought. Just, do we want to mention something about the, the challenges we face with educational funding because of all the unknowns?
3: No? Okay. Well, you you don't want to be giving the impression that we're running the school system. I mean, we want to stay 100 miles away. The school board's decisions are their decisions. But we do fund them. We do fund them. That's true. But where it goes is their business. And once you start writing about how it's challenging, it begins to take on the air. I don't know. We'll see. But
0: when do we normally mail the budget bills out?
1: July? Um, they should be going out soon within the next few weeks. The next think. few weeks? I think that's what Jeff said, he would need this letter within the next few
0: weeks because okay. they're getting so that ready. Okay.
1: So we can change the information that's on here and send out a draft and then any other revisions yeah. that want to be made, we can add those.
4: It's probably a good idea if we at least do that and then send it out and oh, yeah. we could take a look at it. Yeah, if, if I mean, some, it is if there's some language if there's our with names, names on here. here. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we we'll definitely we'll in the school
0: system. Yeah. I think we can we can look at that as well.
4: I, I, but you understand what I'm what I'm saying Commissioner Wilson. Mm. I know we don't tell them how to spend the money, but we do fund them along with money that they get from the state as everybody knows. I'm just saying that and and it and the and the challenges we face with funding education weren't any different than our very own challenges in in funding county government and functions of county government because of COVID. But I think that that somewhere in that letter should say something about how this this process changed or or you know was different because of COVID.
0: I don't think I, it, I, don't, I don't think COVID affected it at all. The process. I mean, we did the budget with, just like we do every year.
4: Well, it, so I mean, maybe the process wasn't the right word to use. I'm just saying some of the challenges that we faced, and not necessarily the processes. In fact, the processes were great. In fact, it, it, if it wasn't for those processes, I think it wouldn't have seemed to be as smooth as it was from start to finish.
2: I mean, at this point, we're, we're funding based on the formula. I don't know. We didn't have to cut anything. You know what
3: I mean? <laughs> so I don't know. It's a combination of the state formula, what's coming in, you know, the, the other I mean, Again, we're not
2: like a Somerset or somebody may have to explain why they weren't able to fund it at maintenance of effort or, you know what I mean? I, I mean, we funded no, I'm it at maintenance
4: of not I, I, I guess I'm not sure what I'm trying to.
2: Because I know at the next level, if it goes to the next level, we're literally funded above Kerwin level. Because right now, they've reestablished the baseline for Kerwin, it's where we're at right now. At and to point. a certain
3: degree, the funding for the Board of Ed, is, all, even though we're doing it, a lot of it's out of our hands because we're being told what to do oh, it's by the state. it's so, 98% I mean, mandated, Yeah, literally. so
0: I mean, it's, we don't get a lot of latitude in it.
2: They have more discretionary abilities on their end, at the Board end, than we do in terms of funding.
3: I'm sure whatever Mr. Mon writes will be exactly correct, sir. <laughs> I didn't hear you. Uh, I said whatever Mr. Mon writes will be exactly what we want. So,
4: or, or our commission president, <laughs> the word master.
3: Yeah. I'll
4: let Todd hit the first draft of <laughs> it.
1: Just another point to consider is like our citizens' letter too. Kind of went into detail about. The funding and the process of the whole thing. This is more just the tax bill mm-hmm. that they're sent. You're
4: talking about the letter that went out already. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's true. Yep. And we'll get you a draft and get a circular. Key points. Things, right? We
3: did not raise your taxes. We did not cut back on your services. <laughs> the government is operating. Excellent. That's what they need
0: to know. Okay. That's what people keep telling me. That's right. <laughs> All right, thank you, commissioners. And lastly, we have one action item. Uh, this is a, a FY21 Maryland Recovery Act grant um, that um, Heather Tonelli is going to administer. This is $166,000 for nonprofit uh, groups and uh, through housing and community services. And all I think I need is uh, Commissioner uh, Corcarino's signature on that. So, you um, need a motion for me to sign it? Second. <laughs> All in favor. aye,. Uh, aye. Here we go. <laughs> okay. time to the end. Thank you very much. We get those funds distributed uh, promptly. So. Motion to adjourn.
3: second. All in favor? Aye.